Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for March the 10th, Wednesday, of the third week of Lent. And our attention is called to two readings this morning. The first one is from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4, verse 1, and verses 5 through 9. Deuteronomy 4, 1, and then verses 5 through 9. And our second reading, very much related to the first, is from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 17 through 19. In the book of Deuteronomy, Moses gathers all the people together, and they are about to do something momentous. They've been waiting for 40 years for this. They've been wandering in the desert with their ups and downs. And they are now ready to enter into the land, the promised land, the land that God has promised to Abraham, to the fathers and to the ancestors. They are now about to take possession of it. But they don't simply walk in. They don't simply go from one place to another. There is a preparation, there is a formation, and there is a continuation, and that's very important. Preparation, formation, and continuation. And Moses speaks to the people and he says, Now Israel, hear the statutes and decrees which I am teaching you to observe, that you may live and may enter in and take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, is giving you. Therefore, I teach you the statutes and decrees as the Lord my God has commanded me that you may observe them in the land you are entering to occupy. Observe them carefully, for thus you will give evidence of your wisdom and intelligence to the nations who will hear of all these statutes and say, This great nation is truly a wise and intelligent people. The 40 years have been a period of preparation, and now they are to enter the land, but they have to be formed in the statutes, decrees, ordinances, and the law of the Lord if they are truly to live and prosper, if they are truly to grow and to be formed. That's the second part. They have to be formed in the very teachings of Almighty God, that God has given to this people, the most unlikely, beginning in slavery and in bondage in Egypt, and now they are about to take possession of the land because God is faithful. God never goes back on his word. God's promise to Abraham and to the fathers is now going to be fulfilled because God is the promise keeper. But, there comes a responsibility, an obligation, that when you take possession of the land, it doesn't mean that you will keep it unless you walk in the way of the Lord. That's true of all nations. It's true of our nation and every nation on the face of the earth. If you walk in the way of the Lord, you will prosper, not simply materially, but you will prosper spiritually 
you will get closer and closer to God, who is our true prosperity, who is true to his word and never goes back on it. And so that continuation, they are to continue it. Preparation, formation, and now continuation. And Moses ends by saying, take care and be earnestly on your guard not to forget the things which your own eyes have seen, nor let them slip from your memory as long as you live, but teach them to your children and your children's children. That's a magnificent thing, that those who have taken possession of the land, who are being formed in the law and ways of the Lord, they are not to keep them as possessions. They are not to hide them, but they are to teach them to all of the generations that will follow. And that's a tremendous responsibility and a tremendous privilege and a tremendous gift. And that's true of us, each and every one of us. We are standing, we are standing as a continuation of that great cloud of witnesses that extend all the way back, thousands of years. We are standing with them we are called to prepare, form, and continue the ways of the Lord. Now that's a tremendous obligation, but what a privilege and a blessing that the Lord has granted us that gift. We want to prepare our children how to live in the world. Well, yes, and if we really want to prepare our children for how to live in the world, and how to grow up to be in the ways of the Lord, we must teach them by word and example, not simply our words, but also our everyday example. It's parents, uh, grandparents, relatives, the friends that, and associates that we gather around us to be formed in an ongoing way, ever closer each day to the Lord. So it's not about getting rid of the law, getting rid of the statutes. Now that Jesus has come, we can forget about all that. Let, let's move on to the, to the love stuff. Well, that would be a great mistake. Great mistake. Because in the Gospel of St. Matthew, which is the second reading, Jesus says to his disciples, do not think, do not think that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Of this much I assure you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter of the law, not the smallest part of a letter shall be done away with until it comes true. That is why... Whoever breaks the least significant of these commands and teaches others to do so shall be called least in the kingdom. Whoever fulfills and teaches, fulfills and teaches these commands shall be great in the kingdom of God. In recent years or decades, it's been rather popular to present Jesus as a kind of revolutionary and iconoclast who breaks completely with tradition, 
and who was out there as a kind of uh, uh, follow me and don't worry about the law and the teachings of God. Don't worry about the commandments. Don't worry about the ordinances and statutes. Jesus directly says to the disciples, which is each and every one of us, because we are, we are the disciples of today, the contemporary disciples. We have been gathered with those that Moses gathered and with Jesus who gathers the disciples. We are part of that great cloud and band of witnesses. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. Jesus is not a rebel. Jesus is not somebody who seeks to deconstruct and tear down. He is the fulfillment and the perfection of that formation, of that formation. And that formation is perfected in the person of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It is love which perfects the law. But you have to have that foundation in obeying God lovingly and willingly. And then the continuation, you teach. You teach to your children and your grandchildren that they may teach their children and their grandchildren. And the story of God's faithful presence continues down through the generations until the Lord comes again. And so today, in this holy season of Lent, on this Wednesday, we need to ask ourselves, preparation, formation, continuation. Are we preparing? You say, well, yes, I, I prepare. Okay. Uh, what is that preparation? Uh, and in the Hail Mary, we say now and at the hour of our death. That's the great preparation. Now this very moment that the Lord has given you and the Lord has given me. How do we prepare for meeting the Lord today? Not yesterday, that's over. Not tomorrow, it's not promised to us. It's today. Now. That, that urgency and that reality of today. As it unfolds, how are we preparing to meet the Lord? And at the hour of our death. Those are the two great time frames. The moment that we have and the hour when we will meet the Lord face to face and render an account of our stewardship of this great gift of life that the Lord has given us. It is preparation, formation, but it's also continuation. All we examples in word and in deed above all. For those who are looking at us, observing us, especially those within our families and our close friends and associates, are we teaching them that love of the way of the Lord? Jesus, the great transfiguration, stands between Moses and Elijah, the law and the prophets, and he is the bridge, the completion and the fulfillment of what Moses and Elijah had talked about, taught, prophesied because of God's fidelity and God's promise-keeping. Jesus is that fulfillment. 
is that fulfillment. And so today in this holy season of Lent, this day, this Wednesday, March the 10th, not the 9th, not the 11th, the 10th today, now is the time of our preparation. Now is the time of our formation. And now is the time of the great mission, the great entrustment that God has given to each and every one of us to continue the ways of the Lord. What a precious, precious gift we give to our children, to our grandchildren, and to those with whom we associate and relate every day when we teach them by our word and by our example. The God who is faithful, the God who sent his only begotten Son, the beloved Son, as our Lord and Savior. May each day return to the Lord as the day begins, in that now, to prepare, to be formed, and to continue the great presence of God's unbounded love for us, fulfilled in the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you.